it's hard to say think when the feeling is more of a knowing. I experience that without any sort of conditioning, any sort of particular nurturing to say, oh, this is mother, this is father, this is right, this is wrong, there is an obvious and apparent love. This can all reach this easy. An obvious and apparent love in silence, in neutrality, that there's a proof of that. Now, a dimension, like imagine alternative versions of this universe and this room and these particular people and a certain number of them, like like Rick and Morty, right? Mm. <laughs> That's showing me. I don't know about this, Rick. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, it'll be fine making me nervous. <laughs> Looking at me, Rick. Some places are more dark and sinister and some places are more illuminated and all the way up to heaven and the realms of the gods and the archetypes and the highest high, there's like different layers. And here, it does seem to lean a bit towards grace. Because when we surrender, we don't seem to just get destroyed a whole lot more. We seem to find answers and find release, you know? I've been to darker realms that helped a whole lot of war vets and rapists and things like that, and shamanically gone inside their consciousness to deliver deliver experiences to myself of much darker things than I've experienced in this life and I've been in darker worlds too not just higher worlds because it's part of the shamanic exploration process to learn about how to help people you learn about hell and you learn about heaven even though that's kind of a dualistic way to see it and um, we happen to be in a place, not only this dimension and not only earth but these particular lives that each one of us in this room are leading that bring us to, in Buddhism they would call it the Dharma, which is that place beyond the cause and effect of good and bad actions keeping us stuck here, but the beauty of the choice from the heart to be in what we're in. And before we clear karma, before we leave the cycle of death and rebirth and all the things like that, um, to be present with our choice to be here from a place of completion, to choose to pretend to be incomplete, says, okay, there's a beauty in this. Something that's not just here to fulfill me when I'm already fulfilled, because why would there be such a pointless cycle? There is a joy and an attitude of celebration in all this created. And so the reason that I reference the darker places instead of just the light to give us, you know, courage and, and peace is things that are so much darker and scarier and harsher and more challenging than the realities that we're currently living, even with each of our problems, exist. And some of them aren't even that far away from us on this earth, in this dimension, with our friends, with our family, our own selves, and the past of these particular lives and egos that we're residing in right now. And that's grace, too. There's nothing outside of the conscious actions and the witnessed harmonic of love. There's the part of us that forgets it and the part of us that conflicts against it that is also, ironically made of that same grace. And so I think the question for us in context, instead of just having a God party, why it's a God topic instead of a God party, is like, what holds us away from fully witnessing the beauty? Like, what are our, each of our grudges kind of against our own highest self that make us say, oh, I'm not totally ready to admit the kindness in all of this? And then, what is it in that exact place that would or could something we can focus on is the version of the dream, our key. Make us feel safe to release that grudge. And so I think the combination of strength 
and saying, this is what would help me, and choosing to have hope, and if not a clear path to it, and understanding what that would feel like personally for us, and vulnerability is kind of the, the communal summoning ritual, if you will, of remembrance, of the direct experiential, I feel as complete as I possibly can in this moment, as much as the grace of my higher awareness is letting me wake up quickly and fully and feel at peace in this, I'm accessing the highest amount of that potential that my governor allows me to. And, um, yeah, you know, we can, I guess, make ourselves go crazy by trying to wake up too fast, like, Kundalini mm-hmm. experiences, working out too hard, trying to have a really close relationship with somebody when you just met them. There's so many ways to push the threshold. And then there's also hiding and feeling all stagnant and so many ways to try and keep it safe and push the threshold in the other direction. But what is the greatest beauty? Because you can be like, oh, I can't get any worse than this, right in the rock bottom. <laughs> the gods of irony. <laughs> but when you ask what you asked and you're like, how can there be any more love, you know, then it's like the opposite. Instead of an earthquake and a big cloud of lightning, it's like the skies part and the whole room gets a little bit brighter and everyone starts kind of twinkling with the, the kindness and the higher understanding behind their eyes. Even before we have any sort of clarity or emotional releases or realizations, there's a beauty that we're calling toward this. So I think maybe in this moment we can all unite in this purpose. Not so much for awakening or solving a problem, but in this game, in this celebration, whether it's a, a mean game or a kind game in our particular experience at this moment, can we be vulnerable and then present the thing that would help us to feel totally safe and supported? So I guess I'll go. Well, it sounds like choosing the version is in play here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Exactly about that. Yeah. And uh, I call it. Manifestation. Say what? Manifestation. Yeah, realistic optimism is the words I was going to use. The manifestation that I'll just reference is one of the teachings. It's like before you can manifest something in your physical reality and truly choose it from your heart, you align with it with your feelings. Because if you're like, I want to make a whole bunch of money to help this other person, or I want to sing this prayer that I don't really believe in, you know, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do it in a half-assed way, either not create it or a broken version of it, which is kind of passively aggressive, we say, hey, this doesn't work. Ugh. But if you really sit with what you truly want, you're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to make that money. I think you should figure it out on your own, and I'm going to do what I love. And if you appreciate me and you're in my life when I'm doing what I love, I feel really loved by you. But if I'm trying to help you and enable you and protect you, I'm not even feeling love when you thank me because I'm not doing what I want to do and there's nothing you can do to be there for me because I'm not being there for me. And I won't trust you even if I could. But the minute that we choose to step into what truly lights up our heart, we set the best example for everyone in this dual reality, in this repeating fractal holographic illusion. All of our reflections at every different angle are either directly or indirectly grateful for and supported by us instead of conflicted with. And so the two things that I'm afraid to do, kind of like jumping out of the airplane, aren't things that I don't want to do. They're things that are the most useful in my life. And one is to be vulnerable and say, this is what's hurting me right now. Not, well, one time I had a problem, but then I got over it and, you know, look how cool I am. It's right now, I'm suffering with an incomplete understanding of, for example, say, 
the twin flame dynamic, which mm-hmm. I'm going through in a way at a certain distance and um, recovering mystical abilities after an emotional trauma and appreciating the smaller part that I still have left. That's one line. And what would help me is not necessarily that particular person that has presented as my twin, but the loving reflection, the clarity of communication, the compassion and peace equal to or greater than what I bring into this world to meet me on a semi-regular basis until I can feel safe enough to unfold in the fullness of my expression and I actually held back to protect somebody that I love for many years and I, I had great powers and I was really deeply enmeshed in the love of God and I can give people like REM trances, standing up in 10 seconds, groups of people, take them out of their bodies, put them back, do beautiful, helpful things, and trying to deepen my connection to God, I get distracted, and I I hurt myself. And so I could say that I'm helpless, and it's hopeless, and pat the rock, or I could say, just because I don't understand directly what I'm meant to do, I know the feeling that I'm looking to create, to be received in my pain when I'm having trouble being present with myself as beautiful and supported, maybe not exactly in my language, but a language that I can understand and feel safe in to unfold, feel. So that's my, my vulnerability, I guess, being disconnected from a part of myself and the fullness of my expression and not totally from her, but in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm asking for is to be that not by a particular understanding that I could construct that would be fallible, but in a thy will be done type manner. Like, you, greatest self, highest high that knows my heart more than I do, please meet me and give me what I need, what I'm asking for to help me complete this healing process. And then treat that as emotional therapy instead of like, genie, give me my wish and mm-hmm. drop a million deer in my backyard when I ask for a million bucks and how am I going to figure that up? It's more like, that will be done. Like, I trust what you give me because I know the station from which you, I, the greatest part of ourself, observes. So when I say that will be done, whether I say it out loud or not, I mean it with my every action and my every word because of those mystical experiences of deep love and consciousness being more powerful than my traumas to, to me. No matter how far I've fallen, far I've fallen or how deep into the darkness I've gone in my shamanic explorations or helping some of the most twisted people that I've successfully or attempted, depending, to help. That will be done lives in my heart because of direct experience. So if you guys would be a part of God's symphony and instruments and be vulnerable and provide your version of your own solution with me, we could all kind of pray together for that. That will be done. Clockwise strengthens energy, and that like brought up a whole bunch of our feelings and opinions, and then counterclockwise purifies and clarifies it. That's really good. <laughs> 
So sometimes I just hold space for myself, feeling that fear so deeply. I just let myself feel it. Like, yep, you're terrified that you're going crazy and that you already have. The next day I always feel better because I didn't fight it or try to change it. Or, and I think, wow, that's part of it too, huh? <laughs> it's like having a master class that I'm teaching and taking at the same time. <laughs> What's the upshot? That the end game, that expanded love. I've seen I've seen it. I've felt it. I've experienced it. And I I think it's a really, really, really good end game. Kidnaps conce conception, conceptual mind. Kidnaps it. Dissolves it. It annihilates it. I know that's the end game. So I just need to remember. <laughs> uh, so that I can, let's see, we're expressing our fear and the remedy to it. Remedy to it. You got the cure, but I got the remedy, the remedy. It's 
I can't, I keep being told in different ways to just relax and trust. Like I don't have to do anything. And it's so hard to believe there's no step to be taken, no tea to be made, no, <laughs> nothing, you know. <laughs> you know made the tea. Do it. <laughs> it's already there. Yeah. But it's like, look around my house. It's like, there's like, everywhere you look, there's like a, some modality to do something, you know, play the gong or something. So, being able to trust that that's enough to just. Stop struggling and let the thing do me. I'm also slightly afraid of my own power. <laughs> oh. I know all about that one. Right now my pineal gland is going like that. Like, What's your like, biggest fear about your power? Oh, that I'll, I'll be the queen of the universe, I guess, or something mm. like that. It's like... <laughs> Sitting on the throne of the most high. I can see it. <laughs> fear is your greatness? Huh? Your fear is your greatness? No, I'm afraid of my own power. It's subtle, but it's there. So my ass is right next to you. Do that like you're on a throne now. You look at me at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is this is definitely <laughs> what the initiation is about. You know, whenever there's a, a initiation, there's a, the 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 forward and the back. I don't know what your experience of this is, but it, it the the back push the pushback. Is is the propel forward? It can be. It's almost like that. Yeah, it's like the elastic band or something. So I'm cool with all of it. It's been a really, 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 really interesting time for me. But I just, I just hope I can have more friends like you guys <laughs> to this. To keep me company, because this this is a, an odyssey, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> a solution right there. You got like a lot of fucking time. We have an eternity, now so why not do it now? Now you specifically got a lot of time, sister. Go and get you some. I have a lot of time. What's the here? Here. Yeah. That's interesting because I was told I was I had, didn't have very long to live. <laughs> Stop! You're both right. It, it, <laughs> it, there's no such thing as time. Besides, even if I don't have long to live, that's actually a good thing because that just means uh, wake up now. <laughs> wake up right now. Be awake right well, now. You shit on time. I'm rambling. Sounded pretty clear to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's the line on your left side. You're receiving your own power. <clears throat> your own
own courage to face it and embody it. And then that's the vulnerability and what your power, like the thing that helps you to receive it, like the, the cure vibration that you don't know what form it's gonna take, but you're asking for it is, you said more friends like you guys. And it's like people that are courageous enough to show up and discuss something so taboo and intense. It's not just beautiful. It like and these somewhat esoteric. Threatens and challenges our belief system. It's not just abstract. It's, you know, it's scary. Who are these people? What do they think? What are they gonna think of me? But we're being vulnerable together. And we're not doing it like, oh, poor me, the whole world is emo conspiracy theory style. Right. We're doing it like, let's be solutionary. Let's share our perspectives in a humble way, but also in an empowered way. Like, this is what I believe and it will change if it changes. You know, not I'm pretending to agree with you. Right. And not my way is the way absolutely. Right, so right. there is a harmonic in this particular group. Yeah. There's five of us. So four is like the four corners, north, south, east, and west. And five is like what turns the square into the cube, makes it higher and deeper. So where four is stability, like the earth, like the bottom of the pyramid, five is transcendence, change, expansion. And so I think that you're receiving exactly what you're asking for in your quest to expand, and you're feeling supported and stabilized by being met. Yeah. And you're calling me more of that. That's so right. I think you do a perfect job, and it's totally clear. Thank it you. doesn't sound like rambling to me at all. That's very humbling. Thank you. I, I was given a gift um, by Aya, and I'd like to uh, share it with you. If you can sit up and just uh, maybe shut your eyes for a moment, and I will um, project it. It's uh, implanted in my heart. It's a beautiful gift, and I, 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 can, I have the ability to share it, so I'm going to share it with you now. Kiki, so so, ashe, la gelo, tuck sing, kun druk diarke. Kiki, so so, ashe, la gelo, tuck sing, kun druk diarke. collective consciousness that's come up here a couple of times is the cosmic joke concept and I, I think that's interesting and I, I'd like to explore that a little because 
we seem to think there is a cosmic joke. And we seem to, I mean, by thinking that maybe we think there's a need for a cosmic joke, maybe it's uh, by way of trying to explain things that are inexplicable or hurtful or because it, it usually doesn't come up with something that you know just flowed very smoothly and I'm, I love to laugh and that is probably my favorite thing in the world to do so I just wanted to kind of open that up and, and get some thoughts and and feelings and expressions on cosmic joke, mm. cosmic jokery. That's uh, another one. Like, is it a release of tension? Is it like to solve a problem, or is it from a complete place, like just having fun? Mm. Is there a cosmic joke? Are there many, or are there none? Because it's all so peaceful and complete that it's this simple and broken state. And if we're laughing. Even by a reaction to it, we're missing the mark of truly receiving it. To me, it's perfection means so many different things, so all of the above. Well said. <laughs> I guess there's no answer, right? That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? <laughs> What's that Voltaire quote? God is a comedian who's playing for an audience who's afraid to laugh. Hmm. That's good. Hmm. Who's Voltaire? Voltaire. Voltaire. Okay. He's a playwright. Mm-hmm. Voltaire. Is a God, is, God is but a, yeah. God is but a comedian. Humanity was an audience was terrified to laugh. <laughs> right. Where? What version of the dream do we prefer at the moment? Yeah. A solemn one, a humorous one, a fulfilling one that's a little bit more zen than the direct laughter. A difficult one. Huh? That would be me. The one yeah. one. <laughs> complicated. It has to be complicated. And very difficult. What? A mellow one. The mellow one. I know. Who in their right mind would choose that? That's why I'm afraid it's the madness thing. But that's it's not my turn, so let's just stick to the topic. <laughs> the current leader asked that question. <laughs> Are you satisfied with that? I just wanted to open up the conversation. And then mm-hmm. I guess my last question is what we talked about yesterday. Why don't people dance? Why don't they dance? Yes. Well, they do dance. I mean, more, more. We have to start a dancing. Unabashed. What was the What was the thing, or what was the? It is important. Just to recap or whatever. Uh, what am I holding this wrong? Oh, yeah, the the exercise format thing. No. So the loose recommendation was to be like, what are we vulnerable with now, and what is the energy that that heals that? So we're all kind of praying for our own and each other's fulfillment in that way. I heard the mellow thing. I have this thing. It just keeps coming up to me. And it, sorry. That's I'm the only parent here, I think. Oh, no. Right. And I feel it. And I don't know why I feel that. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know what that means or what... Um, but there's an energy I keep feeling about around that. I'm like, I'm the only parent here. I'm a mother to a chihuahua. Yes, <laughs> everyone, everyone's parents, parenting other people themselves in different ways. And then I realized these, these conversations don't happen so much with parents, actually, in the same way. I was like, of course, because you don't have the same time to sit down in this way often. And it's, it's like, I was like, why is this indefinitely? Because parent, most parents wouldn't sit in this way. Mm -hmm. in this. You can't, you don't have the luxury of having such a I conversation. I don't know if it's luxury of time or if it's like you view the world differently or there's something there mm -hmm. around that that I keep feeling. Mm -hmm. Like it's a different, like the spiritual journey with children mm -hmm. feels different. Maybe it's uh, the people who aren't parents can do deep introspective work and uh, ask these kinds of questions whereas people who are parents they're always being drawn to the next thing of responsibility the next action that needs to happen for the kid you yeah. know yes. but not even just that it's that's part of it but it's not that there's something more cerebral there's something more cerebral than like I don't live in such a cerebral space anymore. <laughs> I mean, in that, in the mind, in the same way. I don't know what I'm. It's interesting. Just, just coming to me, like. I feel it. There is the divine child. Yes. Yes, it's not just the mother and the father, but the primordial innocence, like father, son, or father, and then like the female lover, like the feminine, the goddess, and the Holy Spirit would be the child, and also the sum total of their beloved energy. I think when you create something like that for your body, not just that, but have a relationship with the child, so not like a biological mom or dad, but like an actual parent that's having a relationship with the child as they grow, like you're in touch with your own innocence and you're in touch with your own sensitivity because you're being gentle with this child in a sense and sensitivity and their relationship with God, their relationship with life. So I think a lot of these things might be answered without directly talking about it because you're like, how can I be gentle with this child? How can I be compassionate for this child? Because of all these issues, what is the best thing to do for this child? And in that way, you end up, some, sometimes, if you're not overly self-sacrificing yourself, you end up treating yourself with that compassion that you're reflecting on for the child. That's a way of putting it. There's something, and it's, it's energetic, like it's not cerebral. That's the, I think that's the thing is that, yeah, I can't, I didn't, I mean, also, I'm completely on another plane right now because I'm also, like, not feeling great, but mm. I'm not able to, like, articulate, articulate it because it's, like, there, and I can't, I've never sat and thought about articulating it in the same way. I've had moments, mm. but not in this way of, I don't know how to describe it, but it's energy. What mm. a medicine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's constant healing, um, and it's, and, yeah, it's just in a different form and matter, so it's really interesting to me, because I'm like, because that's, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, that's, it's also unusual to be sitting in, uh, actually, a group, even of this size, where 
But I felt it. And I was like, I'm the only parent. And then I'm like, I told you, I was kept thinking in my mind, I'm like, do you have kids? Because I, I felt like no one had kids here, and I didn't know why or, or what that meant. But it was an energy that I felt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. Spirit's presenting us with a particular alchemy that we have an affinity to work together, but we all have these perfectly aligned different perspectives yeah. to make mm-hmm. a, a total of something. And that, that piece, being not just a parent, but a mother specifically, ayahuasca, Pachimama's like spirit of the earth, or Mother Gaia is the spirit of the earth. She's known as grandmother, Abuela Abuela, they mm-hmm. pray to her in the Icaros, the Spanish songs. And um, there's this holding, you know, mm-hmm. like, I was talking to the deity of the earth one time with my master soldiers, and she said, you guys run around and do all these things, and you get exhausted, and you lay down, and sometimes, rarely, you notice that you're being held up. Mm-hmm. It always, I hold you up. And so I think, like, the mother energy is that of holding, or mm-hmm. even beyond the spirit of the earth, the goddess throughout the universe. Mm-hmm that our typical holding, like the, the breast and the giving of the nectar and the sweetness of that energy, there's, to give it, you have to receive it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like creating the milk is just a piece of it, like the, the ambrosia, the nectar of the saints that fast, this golden fluid flows over their beards if they're men, but like, it'll hold your tongue to the roof of your mouth and meditate for lots of hours, don't eat or drink, but somehow the body is sustained for months, years, mm-hmm. fasting, and so this is the nectar of the divine, mm-hmm. and the presence of a mother who gives kindness to a child, who has a good relationship with their child, brings out that resonance in each of us. Beautiful. So can we trust? And like, you know, we're working on trust. I've got the, the twin flame thing going on. You've got your, your versions that you wish to, to share. And since we're working on trust in our different ways, you've got what's happening with, with your husband. You've got your transitions, I show that we mm. talked about. And um, I, I know that there must be a reason that you're sick, but it's not necessarily just a challenge or like a conflict. It's also sometimes to let yourself be a little bit loopy and let oh, yeah. things come through that wouldn't normally. Sure, I'm releasing through. a lot this weekend, so that yes. is definitely like part of it. And also, I'm sleeping in a bed with my son who's sick, <laughs> so <laughs> that doesn't make me sick. But um, but it's a release thing as well for sure. And um, I wasn't sure whether to come today, and then I was like, okay, I'm definitely. We're coming. all glad you did for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was just like the Mother Earth, Mother, I don't know, if it was something. Mm. That's a really fabulous perspective. Mm-hmm. Really appreciating that. Thank you. Like holding a child, you're being held by the universe. Mm-hmm. Like if that baby's not just a helpless baby that you're holding, but it's like God, like a window to the highest high, because they're not conditioned yet to an extent. So you actually get to interact with a not conditioned window to source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. So you, you embody that, like that, the love for that child and that sweetness and that tenderness just kind of all the time, no matter what state you're in since you've been through it. And I think it helps us all to, to trust more. That's also the Yabyam principle of feminine. The feminine is the space that holds everything, you know, in that perfect union, a complete presence. So that is... Divine feminine. It is. It, yeah. it, it, it's always surrounding the action. Like womb. Yeah, like a womb. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's it. 
and there is a lot of masculine analytical style happening in this group so I think like to sing and to to play the piano like okay <coughs> make music and like to chant some of the Icaros and things like that and she said why don't we dance like there's these aspects of play and I think also softness like some of the Icaros are the songs that are like sound healing and helping to re regenerate it's not so much about what we say or how we say it it's about what we feel it doesn't matter if we're quiet or loud or anything in between but it does matter are we having a loving harmonizing attitude together and if so how deeply and I think each of our contributions when we're Telepathy is thought. Telepathy is direct, shared feeling. It's like the most advanced communication when you consider yourself to be one of multiple beings instead of just the one. The omniscience is the ultimate communication because there's nothing to say. But uh, right before that is telepathy. To emanate feeling. And for us as a collective, since we're pretending to be multiple beings with different perspectives, we might as well like be different spices in the pot, right? Mm. So what if we each share our bandwidth of love, knowing that we have fears that don't necessarily match up with each other's, and we have love and types of affection that don't necessarily match up with each other's, and if we share them together, so many fears get resolved, and we each get a piece of this fuller love to mm. then take forth into our separate lives. <laughs> mm. I love it. I mean, you notice like the whole tone of the room changed when you when you voiced that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you called in Cosmic Mother. Mother Energy. <sighs> mother mother Love. And she just did the ayahuasca transmission too, which is, which is Grandmother. It's That's a, what it feels like. Yeah. like we were getting Because we were getting so, that, that was that male, like cerebral. cerebral, like, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. not that thoughts themselves are out of balance, but it's like, as a representation for the heart, where speaking can be just as beautiful as silence, but when you're distracted from the heart, it's like any frenetic activity, without thought or with thought, like, invite back in your heart. It's subtle. Yeah. It's subtle. That's the reminder, like what we were saying when we were just us in the kitchen while it was playing piano. There's, mm. We're all asking for this in each of us and this community, in our personal practices, this consistent series of reminders until our subconscious restructures itself to be an emanation of gratitude and peace and harmony. And in the meantime, while we have our obvious to each of us, our personal conflicts as they are, we're structuring a series of loving reminders to be like, hey, when you turn to that food, when you turn to that drug, when you turn to that unhealthy emotional behavior, this is the exact love that you need to remember that you're okay and let that little bandage, that hedonism go and return to the heart. And I think the greatest awakenings happen when we're consistently in the heart without the little hiccup of, what if I just thought? Uh, and it's like, okay, this actually isn't as uncomfortable as I was imagining. And instead of relief, it's like, oh, this is continuing to unfold, feel more and more. You notice how present you get almost as if by accident, just following that train of heart. 
Looking in the mirror has always been a funny, not ha-ha, but like perplexing thing for yours truly. Because what's on the other end uh, varies from time to time, but it always seems to circle back to warrior. What do warriors do? <laughs> warriors... Fight. It's simple. Some are diplomatic, but they all see the thing and proceed to destroy. <laughs> We're having a conversation yesterday. I'm like, look, man, there's one setting here, and that is destroy. Destroy. And then the, but that was that's that's just kind of what is. Yeah, baby. And it's always just, I, 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 it just gets stronger as I age. You, I feel it so you, you would think that I, oh, I'm so big, I'm get some gray hairs going. It'll slow the fuck down. No. And it'll, and as, as I mature, not as these bullshit, it'll just kind of just, ah, just <laughs> which is, also very, very strange. So, that being the case, everything is a fight. Everything is a battle. Fuck you! It's just my first instinct. It's not anything personal for anyone. So, of course, when things pop up in life, it's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my vulnerability. Whenever spirit, I don't know, disables my car and my way to feed myself and this and that and the other. We roll. And interestingly enough, each and every single <laughs> has given me a tool. Mm. All of them. No exception. Mm. A tool. Here you go. It's always one at a time. Here you go. What's this? Just put it in your bag. And my, I guess, thing that I'm realizing is, yeah, the accruing of each little, little screwdriver, 
What's this for? I don't know. Put it in your bag. All, right. <laughs> All of them. I'm getting to hundreds at this point. And uh, the time, the time to use those is now showing itself. So it's a very, very humbling. Would we agree on humbleness? Yeah, humility was like being humiliated and humbleness is like being inspired to receptivity. It's bringing in a, a humbleness in this warrior's heart. Mm -hmm. To not necessarily have to bite the head off of everything. <laughs> Open-minded, yeah. open-hearted. But that's not yours. That's ancestral. Yeah. And, and, and yet here we are. <laughs> you can release it. Uh, it's present. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the, the humbleness of now getting the tool, the, the kit out. Okay. It's a togetherness and all these different interpretations that no. are very similar. No. no. Oh, <laughs> we could use that one. Cool. <laughs> and that and the toolkit as it's now showing it's gonna be the the uh the unlock for all all the things that previously have felt like master key <sighs> exactly that <laughs> and, uh, and that's that <laughs> I was at this place called uh, Portal to the New Earth. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, they were singing this song together. It's my friend Bloom from the, the other song. And I'm pretty bad at famous musicians, but they were there and festival people. And we were making like a video together. And like, uniting the clans across the land. Praise up the woman to raise up the men. And instead of like praise up the woman, like the women in the tribe to raise up the man to, you know, so that they're better caretakers or whatever. It's like, think of it like just one person, like praise up the feminine respective, like the feminine, humble, flowy, expressive, like dancing instead of fighting, feeling instead of thinking part of it yourself. Instead of that's a weakness, that's a strength. That's like a rich thing to honor. And then because of that, this weird, awkward, like, speaking out, like, fighting for no reason sort of masculine thing within us that's neurotic and it pushes too hard and then it has to be exhausted. This play of polarities. It becomes this cultured man because it's loved by a healthy mother, by an emotionally healthy partner, by the feminine, the proactive willingness to rest before exhaustion within its own self of the man or the woman that is the person in play. And so balancing these polarities, when there's an overexpression of masculine is not feminism. Honoring the goddess can come from a really balanced perception of equality of the two energies. And in balancing them, we get to witness grace on continuously more and more exponentially, geometrically more orders of beauty onto the complete, full omni presence. And what causes hiccups to that, the cracks where the pain goes out, you know, as you guys are releasing that and, you know, we all are, all of our stuff.
are the same crevices through which the light enters. Mm. You know, classic stuff out with the old and with the new. But how much do we actually practice it even though we know it? Being vulnerable and, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Sexaholics Anonymous, whatever, like, but you're then like this problem person for the rest of your life, no matter how much you recover, even if you're somebody's sponsor. And so they do it, but they're a little emo about it, if I'm being honest. And then there's people that are like, oh, no, everything's it's fun. There are things that's, you know, in the self, like in the deep self, like, oh, bless your heart. Oh, I resent that person so much. <laughs> you know? So like, if we can be real. Yeah, that bless your heart phrase. Uh-huh. Oh my God, so much. <laughs> not even supposed to be sarcastic. Or, <laughs> right? And so that's supposed to be, or supposed to be God's perfect. So it is, if we really look at it, an inspiration. Because then we can be like, oh, where am I kind of being like, oh, bless your heart. Wait a second. I'm faking my approval. Mm-hmm. Like in the, the song <coughs> when you were, you know, hearing the people sing when you were a kid. Yeah, it wasn't so soon. Right? And so when we can admit what we feel, I'll switch to the superfood portion so you don't have to miss it because it'll probably help you with being sick and stuff hmm? like that. We can, we can jump into the superfood stuff soon because we're supposed to do it. 45 and we're 49. Do that? Alright, so I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up here, do one last round and then do some superfood things before you guys have to leave. Sure. What kind of time we got? 10 minutes, 20, 15? Let me just check my phone. Sure. It was vibrating a lot. Like I know. 20 minutes ago. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. You have 4,000 messages. <laughs> Destroy, baby. I got a bunch more thoughts coming in. All right. <laughs> I'll say more stuff later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I have some stuff to say, too. Oh, man. But. I think I should go in 15, probably. All right. The stone is warm. Very warm. No doubt. We're all praying into it. You did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's say our, our things. Express your heart fully and efficiently, and then we'll do some superfood before all right. some of us have to go. <clears throat> mm. um, destroying is one of the four karmas. Pacifying, enriching, magnetizing, and destroying are the four karmas of enlightened activity. <laughs> I'm your man. So, but it's knowing which one applies in which situation. So, being able to apply exactly what's needed, like a doctor administering the perfect medicine at the perfect time. Mm. Holistic doctor, of course. Mm-hmm. Pacifying, Absolutely. enriching, magnetizing. Destroying. It's worth um, just contemplating, having that in your, in your arsenal. Yeah. But my experience of you, to be very honest, is uh, that you cut conceptual mind. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, wherever it's showing up in the environment, it's the trickster, it's the. <laughs> the the, uh, that is very brave. Everybody, everybody always says that shit. <laughs> that was, I thought just a reflection. Just, I, I find it. I find it valuable. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm glad that you received the gift and put it in your arsenal and that you're willing to review those gifts. It's really valuable. So I'd like to just dedicate the merit here Mm. of our assembly and then we can keep the rock going around so I'll put the rock for now. By this merit, may all obtain omniscience, may it defeat the enemy wrongdoing from the stormy waves of birth, old age, sickness and death, from the ocean of samsara, may I free all beings by the confidence of the golden sun of the great east, may the lotus garden of the Rigdon's wisdom bloom, may the dark ignorance of sentient beings be dispelled, may all beings enjoy profound, brilliant glory. Whatever you want. Like our last round for the God topic, so I can give you guys the superfood thing. Um, uh, what am I saying? Well, I'm happy that I was here, and um, I think this was perfect. All the souls that gathered here today was mm. exactly as it needed to be. This is okay. Thank you. Thank you for the conversation, the sharing of beautiful energy and ideas. Happy to be here. Mm. I call upon the light of the divine to flow through this form and all forms present, and may they seek their highest excitement. Every opportunity they have for the benefit of all that I am and we are. positivity, your vulnerability, especially the vulnerability piece, because people are like, oh, look at me, I'm professional, and it's all beautiful and put together. I think if we just fall apart together, then we're a whole lot more able to move through our stuff. So thank you for helping to clarify my path personally, and each other's and your own, and I really love community, and I think this the first event that we have ever run called The God Topic is quite a wonderful modern sangha, and I think I'm not alone when I say that we'll be having more of them. Mm-hmm. And so much love. Yeah. Holy Spirit, please ground and balance the portals and guide everybody in the perfect way as we move forward with our lives and make the superfood portion short as it may be quite wonderful. <laughs>